Welcome to the newest episode of Pajama Pants. I'm the number one host, Kasim. With me is my little little guy sidekick, Rob Byler, and as always, our queen from Austin, Jamie Lynn Sickler. Welcome to the pod. Live from Austin. You like my shirt? It's great. You look great. I wanted to do this later, but I think I want to get you your shirts now. It's very like a... Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I got you some fun shirts. You want? You remember got, how you bought me shirts? Yeah, I bought you. I some do shirts. remember that. Oh. Yeah. oh, this is the Chinese company you were talking These about. These are. I want to address some of the comments from the last podcast. Okay, why would anybody comment about that? I mean, some people. Ahead. Some people thought that we were being hard on the Chinese. I want to let you know that I shop with you guys. The I'm trying to have a career outside of this. Same in, in China. Same. Okay. Everywhere. I want to let you know. Well, what did you buy from the Chinese? This my morning, money. Go, exactly. My money a goes lot. to the Chinese. Yeah. Okay. And I'd say, I think I'd like to see an, any of any of Jack's or Bo's toys. Maybe. I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure Second. all of his grave digger monster jam toys were. Should I, should I throw wow. these on? Is that what you're trying to do? I want to see you. In this. I, I like those. <laughs> I like those colors. I want right. to see in this Chinese shirt. shirt. <laughs> Yeah, hold on. Is okay. it soft or no? No, no. It, it looks rough. It looks papery. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's the consistency of the stuff you put in gift bags, you there know, all the is. tissue yeah. paper. We just want to I just want to, you know, throw out an olive branch to all our Chinese listeners out there and let you guys know that uh, I love the Chinese and proof proof of that is me buying Rob a Chinese shirt. So and our editor, Gabby, who is Cambodian, but for the sake of this podcast today is Chinese. So, Gabby, so sorry and hope that uh, you can find it in your heart to forgive us. Wow. And, and. Look at this guy, huh? And, and she's actually Filipino. Oh, Cambodian was the joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kasim, not, not racist Kasim. Wow. So, I, I look like Kramer, babe. No, I look like Kramer. Well, you look like Kramer. I'm wearing a Kramer shirt. Yeah, oh, this is good. This is a real nice. Wow. <laughs> it's rolling up my sleeves. Thanks, Showing babe. off those This is thighs? very sweet. This is very sweet. So, so we got we got a comment and the comment said, uh, I think Kasim is racist or like something about being racist. And then it Which under- I deny. And then the comment under that comment said, it was like a Chinese girl edits this podcast yeah. as a, like and that saves us from being racist. And it's so great because she's Filipino. Right. She's not Cambodian. <laughs> and Kasim thinks she's Cambodian because we might have had a podcast all about her being Cambodian. Right, right, right. So welcome to a very uh, China friendly podcast. Oh, you get the soft ones. No, the thing is, I bought. He probably bought like washed 10 that shirts. No, 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 this is. I bought yeah, like ten shirts from each shirt you get is a fucking wild card. You have no idea how they fit. <laughs> you have no idea what they're going to be made out Exciting. of. Exciting. Thirteen dollars. And you blame that on. I, I, I blame that on everybody. Not <laughs> no one's one, specific. Not just one country <laughs> or a group of people. No, no, no. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, I think Kasim and my friendship was tested a little bit last week for the first time, maybe. We were, oh, Kasim's like, oh, God, what is he going to say now? No, I don't care what you say. Uh, so I was walking out of here and I was supposed to go on a first date and Kasim's like, all right, good luck on your date. And as a joke, I turned around. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, can I borrow the Porsche? And he was like, oh, uh, uh, it's, it's broken. 
it's broken. Like he, he wouldn't, he wasn't gonna let me borrow the Porsche. And I was just clearly just kidding, but he, he really, uh, he pumped the brakes on our friendship. Oh, is that what you said when you were walking out of my house? Yeah. Oh, cause I didn't hear you, but you said you were like, eh, it's, it's well, broken. Then what, what was broken Cass? The whole car, apparently. No, the car. Yeah, but like if he didn't I took hear the car you, to the what shop if, yesterday. What no, no, I didn't. To? I thought you said something and I just like, oh, I didn't hear what he said, but I said the car's broken. Oh, because I had the mask on walking out of here because I was getting in an Uber and I was like, can I oh. borrow the Porsche? Because he was like, good luck on your date. And I was like, OK, I borrow the Porsche. And he uh, basically said, I didn't no. think you were serious. Well, let's. Well, I thought you didn't hear me. Which one was it? No, I, you said yeah. something, and I didn't. Now hear. I feel like I'm talking to Bo when I'm like so yeah. frustrated because I'm not able to properly. You said something, and I didn't hear it. I don't remember saying it, that the Porsche is broken, but I probably said that because it is. Well, with our friendship being tested, here's what I want to know. Like, I have a lot of annoying traits, but for some reason, the thing that bothers you most about me is that I wear shorts. <laughs> under these shorts and it bothers you so much like i see it in your face that it really bothers you like almost no, like i take you as you are i know but i'm just saying it seems to really bother you i want to know what what do you think it is about that that bothers you what do i not like about this today, yeah today i couldn't tell because right. they're these not are normally shorts. when you come in they're like down here yeah these are different shorts but the shorts under it are the same but but normally let's say i was wearing the other one why do you get so can you upset do this? can you do this button for me <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see my fat roll no no, no it's nice no you my skipped, a, fat. skipped a couple buttons no i didn't i didn't do any buttons i just threw it over my head because i was trying to oh you um, know prompt well, yes jamie last week i got a missed call from Cassim when i was in the middle of a rehearsal i was filming and you never call me that when I saw my phone, my mind started like she racing. Was I thought something happened to you, Rob. And I got <laughs> really upset. And he picks up the phone. He's like, hey, I'm like, hi. And he's like, what's up? And I'm like, nothing. What's going on? And he was like, nothing. I'm calling you because you say I never call you and you want to have more of a friendship. And I was like, oh, I can't talk right now, but I'm OK, good. So I'm sorry that thank you for um i don't want to have me? more of a friendship I, I just... <laughs> he's happy where it is no i think we're, we're in a good spot he uh, wants to pump the brakes a little i think <laughs> if anything uh okay, no i really yeah. wanted to make a habit of me you and rob having a, a call once a day when i drive home from work i was, love it and so yeah. you never called again but i just want to say that i was yeah. just really taken off guard and i was at work but I would love for it to happen again. And thank it you will. Yeah, for yeah. thank you for hearing me and you know doing something sure. about it. Absolutely. That's, and that's uh, great. I, I, I would love I would love for us to be able to connect more frequently. You me know, too. I find I find you very interesting. You know, you do. You're, you're one of my more interesting friends. And um why am so I interesting? Oh gosh. <laughs> Well, you, you have your bluff, dude. Well, here's what it is. I, and I have an answer for you. You're you're on a very cool project as we speak. And I like to hear about what that's like. The processes. I like to hear about <sighs> it's all this guy cares about like to hear Amy. about your family. Nope, mm -hmm. he doesn't. But sometimes on the pod, I feel like we don't get to spend as much time, you know, for the sake of good pod. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to spend an hour talking about why Bo lies all the time. No, but I I'm interested because as a guy who wants to have his own family, I feel like I can do a lot of prep work here. I can, okay. I can figure out maybe 
some things to cut corners on as a dad, things I'm going to be coming up against as a dad. See, I think, you, I think there's the, no like, way you can't cut a corner. I think Bo lying all the time is good pod. I think it's more so like, we don't want to get into the minutia of like, Oh, the stuff that I like to talk to on the, to people on the phone with, which is like, Oh, what'd you make for dinner? Like, what'd you have for dinner? Like, you know, <laughs> we don't want to be potting about that. But when I talk to somebody on the phone, that's stuff I want to know. I would ask yeah. you that, but I know the answer is chicken. Yeah, it was. I had chicken. We had our first football Sunday this past weekend. Oh yeah. You were all together. like a proper one. Like at her mm-hmm. house, like people came over. Uh, it's supposed to be us. Yeah. Roasted and veggies. Yeah. Who was it? Who was it guys? that came over? Who's the new me? Um, Becca and Zach, who you've yeah. hung out with yeah, on um, Sunday. Yeah. Um, and my friends Odette and Dave, who you'll love, and their daughter. And that was it. We kept it small. Okay, but, good. you know, I made my roasted broccoli and my sweet potatoes and made some hamburgers. Now we're podding. Now we're potting. No, did you get did, did Cutter ever to get some nice meats or did he just keep it? No, he has not. Cheap? He has not cooked once. And uh, actually, I lie. He did. He cooked uh, right when we moved here. And that was that. He's not done a goddamn thing with that Traeger. I bet there's a fucking. Oh, I saw my first tarantula. Ooh, where was it? Now right outside pod. this now fucking office, See, right, at, right outside this office. The office that you're in was, right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Black it was outside and hairy. It was, yeah, it was right outside that door. Oh, me. wow. Black and hairy. My hand. Oof. Hold up my your hand, hand, please. Was it was he on like a slow move or a fast move? Because no, sometimes like they just stopped and looked at me. Oh, sometimes they put two two arms up. Oh, wow. He you didn't know? do two arms up, but like definitely stopped and. And then kind of just like went all like very slow, like not in a rush to get out of there. And I just waited. And then when it was far enough away from the step where I feel like it couldn't like back at me, then I went up. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how much would you pay for a video of Jamie running from a tarantula? You know? well, I can't run. It'll be I terrible. Tarantula would get her. That's what I'm saying. He would catch up to me in two minutes and bring you know what? me down Hunter to the ground. would find her just like completely tied up. <laughs> you, you know what we'll do? We'll we'll create a rig for you so we can make a video of you running from a tarantula. Please. Yeah. Anytime, well, if you were wondering what I'm envisioning as an actor in my inner monologue, it's probably running from a fucking tarantula they're freaky is that in your house is that was that one of the guys on the webs outside it was black this is this is what's yeah this i have i live underneath like Dude, three you are trees crazy bro. wait that's that's not that's a picture you took yeah this, oh i thought that was like up. a google thing Jamie, so Ew. I get, I we Kasim put very nicely. Kasim picked me up uh, last week. I appreciate it. Thank you very much and then when he lets me out of the car and i start walking towards the house it is like uh, a it's haunted a house. It's a gauntlet. Yeah, where there's just like giant spider webs. And I was like, uh, dude. And in the middle are these guys that are like, I mean, how do you describe? They are eight different colors, fire, red, orange, hairy, like yeah. wild looking things. <clears throat> do you yeah, spray? There's... Do you spray? I don't. I actually let the spiders do their own thing. Um, here's what I do. I, I walk out there with like this telescopic wand that has a some like brush at the end of it and i before people come over i'll go out and i'll knock down the webs but at night they rebuild and i have a lot of mosquitoes and stuff around 
because I have a lawn and it's moist and it's just like a lot of water piles up from the sprinklers. So I feel like these guys are helping me, you know, eradicate the mosquitoes. But in turn, occasionally walking from my driveway into the house, it's like, you know, a 50 yard walk. You're going to you need to watch out for these guys. And this is a photo I took. You ever get one on you? Of course. Remember how the baby spiders in your bed? I think about that sometimes. Oh, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, I completely shut that memory out. (laughs) Yeah, so did I. I've never forgotten it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what episode that was. That, that says might something have been 10, about us. That might have been 10, 12 pods ago. I don't <laughs> know what it was. Like, I think about it every night. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think about it a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Gabby, maybe you can put it in there what episode that was, but essentially. That was a long time ago. I had a smoke alarm that was beeping and I couldn't get it to shut off. So I unscrewed it. When I unscrewed it, I put it on my bed so I could like figure out what button to hit. And I just like start feeling stuff on me. And I turned the flashlight on my phone bunch of baby spiders scattering Fuck. just all over my bed oh. my mattress Oof! i don't even like this like rope hitting my knee right now yeah like the headphone wire hitting my knees um, this we're talking about spiders yeah this photo i bet we can find it because i think it's in i bet it was one of our instagram posts i bet we can find it yeah so um brand new iphone by the way has a macro function so i got real close to the spider like this far away you know and it a was macro to, function what does yeah. that mean for people you can like, like take like very close up photos of things and it'll uh, without, focus. Yeah. 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 Like people do that kind cool. of like flower petal bullshit photography. I was, uh, I was watching this TV show. I forget which one it was. It might've been married at first sight, which is it's so good. It's just so good. And these guys, um, this person was saying like, Oh my God, I remember how upset I used to be when I was young. And like, my parents would be mad at me or like, I would, I would do something and I would be worried that my parents would be mad at me because I would feel so bad. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't even I, I never knew one kid who like actually felt bad when their parents were mad at him, nor did I ever care. I just wanted to. Yeah, I know. I, that's why I brought the question up. Amy. I knew you would raise your hand, but it was more so like I didn't get hit often, but like that was all I cared about. It was like, oh, am I going to get hit? And if it was like, no, I'm not going to get hit. then I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, if they were mad at what I did or the who fucking cares? Like, I was just going to oh. go. I felt like in the home was different than outside. Like the shit I did at school or like on the street was different than like. Do you hear that thunder? I heard something. I thought it was a tranche. The uh, move back. I don't know what you're doing out there, dude. Tarantulas, thunder. So you, that's what I wanted to know, Yami. Like you would care when your parents were mad at you, right? Oh my God. Like you'd care, like you didn't want, like, like I would care if you were mad at me. I'd be like, oh shit. Well, I care. I care if anyone's mad at me. Let's put it. Let's get it. Let's not get it twisted. I'm just like and I I would do anything to be like you, Rob. Like, I wish I could give less fucks about what people think of me and if they're mad at me. But yes, it because, yeah, my mom. My mom, like, had like an emotional hold on me. I don't know if it's like a mother daughter thing, but like, yeah, she had like I inherited like an immense amount of guilt that's been passed down from many generations that I live with that I like, it's really hard to not care so much if people are going to be upset with you about stuff. Hmm. See, I, I care about like my friends being upset with me. I care about real shit. Like I would care now if my family was mad. But when I was a kid, I always felt kind of like this shit, like I'm supposed to be doing this shit. Like, 
Like, yeah. hey, you got called. Like, you didn't show up. Sure. To it. It's like, just shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, this isn't. A big, and then if my parents were like, because sometimes you never knew what you were getting with my dad, too. Like, sometimes my dad would be like, oh, yeah, that like I would get in trouble. And my dad would be like, yeah, that thing doesn't matter like at all. Or like sometimes it was something that was absolutely nothing. And he would be so mad. Like, I think it more had to do with what was going on in his life. <laughs> like, I was just going to say it had nothing to do what with you it was where he was at as a parent now i can tell you that yeah yeah if my dad was having a good day or like a couple beers like it was all good you know yeah didn't really uh yeah really matter yeah yeah i mean i actually am conscious of that of you know there's just there's so much information out there now about you know how to not pass our shit on to our kids and have them really feel like love is unconditional and not feel like your um that your love is conditional like as long as they fall in line with what you expect or society expects then they will be loved which means that you're sacrificing you know could be sacrificing a part of yourself for your own happiness um so i am try, i try to be conscious of for Bo of being more understanding and also just kind of being like, he's, he's a fucking kid. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to let this shit go, or I'm not going to get mad at him. I'm going to try and redirect him or correct him in a, in a kinder way. But I mean, I'm human. I lose my shit all the time and I'm impatient and can get frustrated. But, you know, I try to be mindful of him not feeling like he needs to act a certain way in order for me to love him if that makes sense, which I think a lot of us, I think in our generation grew up with, or at least I did. Guys, my, my favorite thing about this next ad is Kasim put his own spin on it where he, he says his 2 p.m. spritz boys. Is that it? That's right. Every uh, every day around 2, 3 p.m. I hop into the bathroom. I get I get a little midday spritz. Yeah. From Hello Tushy. Yeah. Just because sometimes, you know, you, you're out, you're walking around and you're just not as fresh as you were when you left the house. And why mm-hmm. wouldn't you just go in there and get a little spritz? And we can never really tell, right, if our tushy has gotten clean enough after using the bathroom. So leave it to Hello Tushy, the modern bidet company, which washes away even the messiest of poo-poos, leaving you with a better clean than just toilet paper. You guys, it's super easy to attach. You don't need to have a plumber or anyone special. It attaches to your toilet very easily. The bidet feature washes your bum with water. It has a self-cleaning system. There's no electricity, like I said, needing. It reduces also your toilet paper use by up to 80%, saving you also money. It's eco-friendly. It's stylish. Uh, we love the stylish it. part, by the way, yeah, completely underrated. I've seen a lot of these other, uh, bidets that are on the market and they all look so gross, right? They, yeah. the, my tushy bidet has like the nice wooden knob on it. It doesn't yep. look like it's trying to be from the future, but it actually looks like it's from the eighties. Like it's got a really great classic look. Do you ever look back and go like, how, how was I doing this without this? Like, how was I living oh, without yeah. this thing? Absolutely. It's crazy. You know, it's cool. They've got some new products too. They have the Tushy Ottoman, which is like a sleek toilet stool designed to help you poop loves. at 100% efficacy, which we, I we know. I love. I can't. When I went on this trip, I, I had to poop without it. Nightmare. I had to get two uh, rolls of toilet paper, extra rolls of toilet paper from the house cleaning and, and put my feet on those. Horrible experience. Wow. Yeah. 
And when they also have the new, brand new Tushy Brush, which is the only toilet brush with a disposable scrubbing pad, so you can use a clean brush every time and more. So start washing with a Tushy bidet for a better clean. Go to hellotushy.com slash pajama to get 10% off plus free shipping. Right, Cass? That's right. This is a special offer just for our listeners at hellotushy.com slash pajama for 10% off. After you buy and install your tushy, show it off. Tag us at Hello Tushy and at Pajama Pants Podcast on Instagram. You guys, you know how I can really tell the age of this pod is the fact that we are on Manscaped 4.0. We have been, they have been loyal to us. We have been loyal to them. Today's episode, you guys, is once again sponsored by our friends, at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. It is back-to-school time, and we want to make sure that you pack the essentials to have the best year yet, which means the Manscaped fourth-generation performance package is just that. Things are opening up. Be ready for whatever is in the daily schedule for you. It is the perfect package for your package and includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0, Fellas, go to the Vale Dictorian of ball trimming and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com with code PAJAMA. Listen, the Manscaped 2.0, fine. The Manscaped, for me, 3.0 and 4.0, have changed the game. I, I love using them. It makes it so easy. It's so fast. They really are better than anything I ever used to uh, trim up 4.0 has a light on it. It's super fast. And and then, you know, I don't even think they should have called the 2.0 a lawnmower because it didn't do what this does, which is it. This thing looks like a lawnmower. Like sh- hair is just flying all over the place in, in my shower. So it's a good thing. I have like the shower door and the wall because the, the hair is just like it flies right off. It's incredible. I actually use it for my whole body. I use, uh, I don't know if you're supposed to do that. I don't know if they want you doing that with that, but I use it you to shave. You just go one motion and you just come right up. I do. I do one line and then I'm done. I put it back. <laughs> well, in they head. got, you know, they also have the weed whacker, which is waterproof and is good for your nose and ears. I've I been use using, that. I've been using that on my nose. I, for the first time in my life, I used uh, the weed whacker and a nose hair trimmer because I noticed that some, sometimes I get these hairs. That oh, like, yeah, you look good, man. They look like they're coming down in the mustache. They try and disguise themselves as part of your mustache hairs, but they're not their nose hairs. And guys, people notice, okay? You got to get in there. And normally, if you've gone your whole life, you don't think about it. There will come a time in your life where those nose hairs will grow and they will need to be taken care of, okay? Mm-hmm. So do yourself a favor. Get the whole performance package at manscaped.com. Get it really 20- worked for you. It really did. You look a lot better. Your nose hair situation is much better than it was last week. Or maybe was my hair last ago. My hair last week was a problem. It sounds like I didn't want to listen. I don't want to say like I never want to be that guy. It was never but it was never a problem because I don't have this is as close as I ever get to you, you know, but but this is you know, this is a treat. This now. Yeah. Before it was a problem. No, before it was neutral. Okay. Okay. now this is a treat. Well, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code pajama at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code pajama at manscaped.com. This year, graduate with a degree in clean balls from Manscaped. Yeah, I I was actually doing a meditation like three days ago. And what they said uh, in the beginning is they're like, okay, pick somebody in your life who it's very easy for you to love and you don't have bad feeling towards. And this, so I picked you, Yami Lee. And I was like, oh, Yami Lee. So I picked you and now it's like envision that 
that person and the way you feel about them and how you just you want nothing but the best for them and this. And that's like the first five minutes they talked about stuff. And then five minutes in, he just randomly happened to start talking about compassion. Like he's like, what compassion is and this. And he's like, compassion is not like um, when someone feels bad, you feel bad also. He's like, and I don't know if this is true. This is just what he said. But he's like, compassion is when somebody, when you hear about somebody feeling bad, you just, you want to help them. And like, mm-hmm. you feel the need of always wanting to help them. And I think uh, I can relate to that very easily in like present things. Like when things are going on, that's the way I feel. Like I do feel compassion for people. But a lot of times when people are talking about like things that happened to them, I think mm-hmm. it's hard for me, unless it's like really tragic, it's hard for me to uh, like be compassionate. But but it was I'm weird that he really because it was weird that he started saying that in the meditation where I picked you to think about, because I feel like that's something that like I love so much about you is like I feel I always feel like whenever you hear about bad things happening to people, no matter what, I feel like you're always so compassionate. Yes, I am. But I but I I, I it's to a certain point um, I get, can get very sensitive to it getting to a certain point where it starts to feel like you are complaining like I, I'm compassionate. But then if people complain too much, it's like, that's the turnoff for me. I have a really hard time with it <laughs> and I don't want to fault them for it. I don't want to like say that I think they're wrong. And that's when I like really back away from people was if, if they start complaining too much, it's like such a thing for me. Yeah. I I've experienced, I think I'm experiencing that right now with some people around me that complain it's like their default yeah. setting. It's their default reply yeah. is like, yeah, they're either contrarian or they're complaining about whatever it is. That's their first instinct. And it's so indicative to me of the type of person you are when mm-hmm. like something happens, some, somebody said something, it's either good or bad, but your first instinct is to like come at it from another angle or find the wrong thing. And I'm more sensitive to it because I think I used to be and maybe to sometimes to an extent, but like, I think I've gotten a lot better, but I would always come up with the things that w- were wrong with something first, as opposed to like looking for the positive right. and the, but it's, right. it's, there's people that are, I'm around right now. That's it's like, we'll, we'll be told something. And then their, their instinct is to be like, Oh, I can't believe they're making us do that. Or like, you know, instead yes. of like, yeah. And it's poison. And what it does is it like, in, you know, infects everyone else. And if somebody is like on the fence about feeling like I could be positive or I could be negative about this thing. And then this positive person like or this negative person speaks and that person goes like, oh yeah, like that person's negative. I'll be negative. And then all of a sudden you're like the only person that's like, it's not so bad, you know? And everyone's like, come on, rubble, rubble, rubble. And it gets really old. Yes. And then those, and those people are really tough to be around. And that person Very. I'm talking about is Gabby. Yeah. You're going to say me. I, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think we've actually talked about this on the pod before where like, I feel like it's so much more acceptable to sit down at dinner with somebody and go when somebody goes like, Oh, how are you? And you're like, God, oh, this, f-, or just sit down and go like, and this fucking traffic on the way here. Or like, I just like, you know, like people are like, Oh, my fucking wife is this, or like kids are that. And then like, that's very, like, you could instantly relate to that. I feel like where yes. if somebody sits down and is like, 
God, you know, I just can't believe how unbelievably great my life is. And my wife is such an incredible person. And, and I drove such a beautiful car here. And that like, that's, that could be a turnoff, you know? Right. And, and it's, it's like, and again, I think we spoke about this, but it's like, who's the asshole guy on the Simpsons, right? The next door neighbor who's like, Hey, good morning. Yeah. Ned, like Ned Flanders. Right. But that's what I'm saying is like, <laughs> yeah. if you watch that whole show, like right. the biggest asshole on the show is the guy who's like, how are you? Like, it's good. It's great to see. Good morning, sir. Like, right. you know, yeah. like, and like he's yeah. just being a nice guy. But somehow our brains accept that as like, oh, this fucking asshole again. Like, the, you know, you know, it's weird. I have I have friends who talk about like if if there's a girl that's talking about whether she's struggling dating or struggling getting pregnant or, you know, any any kind of, you know, female centric big thing in your life that you can deal with like it, you know, as an adult, um, it's not right. I'm being told, I've been told it's not right for you to ever, like you should downplay your own situation. If it is a positive one for the benefit of their feelings. And I've done that many times in my life. And I do feel like I'm a sensitive enough person that like, I'm not going to gloat about anything about when somebody might be struggling with that. I'm obviously very sensitive to that, but I do feel like that's a slippery slope. Like I'm, I just, I just don't know like how you do that enough. That it's going to affect your own. Yes. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like I, I just don't I, oh, think that's, that's a really healthy habit. Like totally. I don't, I don't want to be like, Oh yeah, never mind. That sucks. I'm like, no, I'm so sorry that you're dealing with that. Like I didn't have to, like, that's where I kind of come from. I'm always like, I, that wasn't my experience, but I can't imagine. And I'm, I'm sorry, but yeah. you know, I have friends that will like actually get pissed off if anybody doesn't just like, they think it's the right things to do is to kind of misery loves company, I guess. I, I think totally. I, I think I really like what you're saying about you don't have to match that person's energy in any way, but you can like observe what they're saying and, and provide empathy. And then maybe you don't have to like gloat or do anything in that moment and find an appropriate time to be like, Oh yeah. Like I just got cast in the show. Like all that right. stuff is all like timing based. Yeah. I think, I think if you're listening to this and you're not sure what type of personality you are, it's, it's real easy to notice it in other people, but sometimes not so much in yourself. I notice when somebody enters into a room, like the type of energy that they're bringing in. Right. And it can mm -hmm. even be as simple as does this person smiling when they walk in or like, even, even if the person you're dating is I've dated somebody like every time that person came into the room, they'd suck all the energy out. Cause you're worried about what that Oof. person's like. Oh no. Like, Oh, the look on that, this person's clearly tired, frustrated. And like, we're going to hear about it as opposed to somebody who like, when I see Rob generally always has a smile on his face and the first things out of his mouth is always like, Hey, how are you? Like, how's it going? Or he's, he says mm -hmm. something in like an Italian accent, you know, or like <laughs> brings up an inside joke. Every time I see him, it's a positive interaction. And over time, my brain goes, that's somebody I want to be around. Yes. More. When yes. you're around people that are like, just pay attention to what you say. Is it a positive comment or is it a negative comment? And like, keep track of that. And yeah. you can catch yourself like, oh, that thing I just said was negative. Or like, even if you're talking about, oh, I hate that show because 
that stuff becomes habit and you start yeah. doing it, not just about the show you're watching, but about the people you're with and about like the food yeah. you eat. I mean, it, it's really, it's really interesting Great to advice. see. Totally. Just co- walk, try and walk into a room with like, even if you're having a shitty day, even like w- when we used to work at Best Buy and we'd say like, when you come into work, you leave it all at the door. You know, you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, leave, yeah, yeah. you leave it at the door, you walk yeah. in, you, you put a smile on your face. And that's, that's not bad advice. You shouldn't ignore the feelings that you're having, but you should have some sort of self-awareness that you're entering a realm that other people are occupying and your energy is going to affect other people. You're the only like, thing yes. blue about you is going to be that shirt, kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, you know, another way that I've sort of become self-aware is that I notice the things that trigger me from other people or the things that I feel like super sensitive to, whether it's, you know, things that they say or things that they harp on, even things they complain about. I immediately try to understand why I'm getting triggered by it and what it is about me, because usually the things that I'm bothered by from other people are things that either I have been bothered about from myself or, you know, it's just make helps me be more self-aware. And I feel like for the most part, usually when I'm around other people, like I'll explain where I'm at, but I can let, I can let it go. But there have been, you know, there have been some low points in my life where I just can't. And I will be aware, like, I'm sorry that I'm such a fucking bummer to be around right now, but like, I'm really struggling. And I think that I, I've gotten better though, because I used to, um, like kind of hole up and then not reach out to people and not talk to anybody because I didn't want to be the bummer. So I think there is a dance though of finding the right people to be able to just really be yeah. find where your you're at with. Find your yes. whoever those people in your life that are like, you know, will always like hear you or like give you that energy that helps. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of what the beauty is with surrounding yourself with people like that. Because when you do have a bad day or having a bad moment, you can go to those people as opposed to somebody who's also like an energy vampire and they'll only yeah. make things worse. And like, they'll only rile you up. You know, there, there's a lot to be said in the company that you keep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I once notice, again, Gabby is not this person. I, I notice sometimes like, you know, we talk about like when you're an actor, sometimes you, not that I'm some fucking, you know, great actor, but you, you like absorb the people around you. So like if, Somebody laughs a certain way. You might laugh a certain way or talk a certain way or like act a certain way. You kind of start doing that. But something I notice uh, with me is like if I'm around people who like if I'm around a loud person, I like quiet down, you know, because I I see them being loud and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be loud, you know. But then if I'm Mm -hmm. around someone who's really quiet, I find myself being louder because I'm like, hey, let's get some let's get something going here. (laughs) Like, yeah. So sometimes I could bring I, I bring like the opposite energy of like what. I'm around, you know? Yeah. You're a good scene partner. You're a good improviser in that way. Okay. And then, you know, another, <laughs> that is not an example. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, and then another thing I've noticed is like, you know, we talked about in the, the relationship I was in recently, I tried to, um, I tried to fix that. Like, you know, it means so much to me to be right at times. And what I like, I I was working on that, but what I didn't realize was like, 
and this kind of is the same thing, but it's not where it's like, it actually means what really means something to me is like when someone's wrong, it's really hard for me to fucking let it go. And it doesn't have to be that I'm right. Sometimes I I even say like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know the answer to this thing. Like, I don't know. But what you're saying is wrong. (laughs) And it's really hard for me to let go. Where like, if I know is the same as you in that way. Like if I know I'm right about something, I actually can let it go because I'm like, I know I'm right. It's fine. It's when I don't really know, but I know what this person is saying is not correct that like it won't leave my head like it just stays swimming around up there. It's hard for you to like let them walk through life thinking that they're right and spewing this bullshit. Yeah, especially when they're confident in it, you know? Yes, yes. That that was going to say it's usually a person that like is so sure that they're right and they're wrong that it will bother you. Yeah. And I'll leave them and I'll still be like, God damn it. Like, no, it'll be fucking stuck where I'm like, I need to, you know, like I, I need I need them to know. And it could just be like one person and so dumb. And I hate I hate that about myself, yeah. you know. Our next uh, sponsor is one of my favorites. Before we ever did this pod, I was using it. I sent it to Yami Lee. Yami yep. Lee. Did I send it to you, Yami? Yeah, you right? did. Way long, yeah. long, long Back time in the ago. Day, Yami Lee uh, loves it. I know mm-hmm. they give. They offer a free month for our listeners. So you have nothing to lose. Go check it out. See if you like it. If you don't like it, fine. Free month. It's uh, talking about headspace. (laughs) Yeah. Headspace is for meditation. It's an app for meditation. The biggest thing that I had a problem with with meditation in the beginning was remembering to do it. Like I knew I wanted to do it and then I would do it for three days on my own and the fourth day forget. And then I was like, oh, one day, what's one day, two day, who cares this? But this reminds you every single day and uh, it becomes like brushing your teeth. It just becomes a habit. That's part of your day. And it's Really helped me, as you could tell. I'm a fucking ball of sunshine, huh? You are so centered. And you know what the best part is? They they have different meditations for different reasons. So whether you're needing help falling asleep, whether you're feeling yeah. anxiety, overwhelmed, they have SOS meditations for you. So, you know, I think especially for not for the not experienced meditator, sometimes you could feel like, where do I begin? So scroll through their amazing library, see what speaks to you. You can do something for as short as three minutes. That's all it takes for you to get the taste, to get, to really feel the benefits that we've all felt. We can, you know, we talk about it all the time. Headspace itself is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. You guys, that's huge. Headspace, it just makes it so easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule, anytime, anywhere. Right. Also, just his voice, by the way, yeah. is oh, like yeah. the best. Oh, butter. yeah. Like butter the sky. Uh, do yourselves a favor, download it. Even if you don't think uh, meditation is for you, I guarantee if you just give it a chance and even do their like like first 10-day uh, trial thing, by the end of 10 days, you'll be amazed by how much easier it is than when you started. And if you have an editor that's raising her prices and it's becoming kind of an issue for you and you can't sleep as well uh, over the cost of what it costs to produce one podcast, maybe you just meditate on it and you come yeah. back and you're better and everyone's happier. You're happier. Yeah. Yeah. Kasim, you, you deserve, deserve to be happier. I deserve right. to. Thank tell you, guys. Him, Does he deserve? No, you tell him. No, tell him you, I- you at home deserve to feel happier. And Headspace is a meditation made simple. Go to Headspace dot com slash pajama that's headspace.com slash pajama for a free one month trial with access to headspace's full library of meditation for every situation this is the best deal offered right now so again head to headspace.com 
slash pajama. Okay. You guys want to know something? Yeah. My kitchen game has really upped itself. How? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm using all natural stuff. Okay. Uh, I got nice products that look nice and they're all like low carbon footprint, eco-conscious products that I've gotten from the Grove, Grove Collaborative. And this That's is our, right. one of our sponsors and you guys can do this at home too. What is Grove Collaborative? Well, it's an online marketplace that delivers natural home beauty and personal care products directly to your door. Their aim is to make living a healthy lifestyle easy and accessible for you and your family. Yes. And every product they sell is guaranteed to be healthy, effective, eco-friendly, and affordable. So you can shop with confidence knowing everything you buy from them is good for you, your family, your home, and the planet. It's hard to kind of, you know, skim through things and decide what be will fall in line with these, you know, ethics and Grove Collaborative does all of that work for you, makes it really easy. They have brands like uh, some of my favorite, the Mrs. Myers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they have their own stuff, too. You could pick which one you want. You'll recognize a lot of the brands. I have their counter cleaner and their Windex and it's like um, orange scented. It's like super safe and it doesn't feel like you're using any harsh chemicals. And it comes with this nice spray bottle that's all glass. And all the stuff looks really good. And that's kind of what I care the most about. But I'm glad to know that it's also good for the environment. Yeah, it's nice to go somewhere where all the products are just vetted. You throw it in your cart, you get it. You don't have to worry about. That's right. So choosing products that are better for you and the planet has never been easier. For a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.com slash pajama, you will get to choose a free starter set with your first order. So go to grove.com slash pajama to get your exclusive offer. That's grove.com slash pajama. Join over 2 million households who choose to shop sustainably at Grove. You know, when Kasim said he doesn't want to be the person who complains, it's like, because I know Kasim is so funny, when he does it, it's different than when somebody does it who's not funny. You know what I mean? Like, I've told this story on the pod too, but I didn't see Kasim for like two years or whatever. And I came out to LA for uh, Jamie's wedding. Hadn't seen Kasim in two years. I call, I call him like, yo, I'm here. You know, I got an Airbnb. You want to come by? He's like, yeah, sure. And he comes by, he shows up and like, again, two years. And like, I give him a hug. I'm like, how you been, babe? He goes, ah, oh. he goes, I just took my fucking dog to the beach and there's just sand all over my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, but because it was Cass, it's like, uh, I, I've not only did I laugh about it, but I still think about it. And I'm like, it was, yeah. it's, it's funny because it's him, but. I think there are people where this you know, was when I was drinking. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you, uh, you know, but I think I think still the, sand in here. the the problem is like, you know, I think I, I'm definitely lucky enough to where like um, I don't have a nine to five. So I don't have to sit next to someone in an office who like is this way and I can't do anything about it because mm-hmm. it's like in my life. If there's people who are just dragging me down so much, I just reach a point where I go, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of people who are in situations where they can't do what, you know, maybe all of us can kind of do, which is just be like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, just kind of this like. This reminds me of a story Cutter told, yes, told me yesterday where he was on a Zoom and somebody was sharing their screen and like she was the host and she was sharing her screen and it had her desktop up there and this guy started speaking and someone messaged her 
I cannot fucking stand when this motherfucker talks. And it just showed up on this Zoom. And he's like, everyone was like, Oh, oh shit. yeah, dude. I'd be like, finally, something <laughs> fucking happened in this, this these Zoom yeah. meetings. What you got to do is divert the attention. Just start jacking off on camera. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I there. There's so many. There's so many moments like because I've been I've just joined the workforce and I'm just learning how mm. to use like Google and Gmail and all this stuff. And like <laughs> I find myself having to like make sure my my mic is off you know there's a lot of oh yeah there's there was one meeting i had where <laughs> it was on this computer where i do the pod and I, I did the meeting and it was like all right we're gonna do this and this i'm like yo get right on that he <laughs> <laughs> spun right around I, to fucking... <laughs> I spun around on this computer and started playing rocket league and uh <laughs> And then I get a I get a little message on like Gmail or whatever the chat is, and they're like, "Hey, you gotta re- remember to turn off your camera. We can see you." <laughs> Playing you know, video games. I just turned around. I was like, "You know, it would be even better." Close window. <laughs> it would be even better if they saw you the back of your head bouncing around, going, "Yo, get right on it." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Work, work, work. <laughs> he fucking flipping and hitting the soccer ball. Yeah. And Rocket just, League is a video game for anyone like me who didn't know before. No, they, loves know. His Rocket they League. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. They know. Uh, Should I get Bo a PlayStation 5 for Christmas, by the way? Good luck. Good luck getting one of those. Yeah, yeah we're, look, we're both. What's going on with You're your itching. <laughs> I'm sweating so much. <laughs> we're dying. <laughs> I'm sweating so much of these shirts. We're going to have to all stop the You've talked about China. Oh, no. Yeah. We gave them our business. Come sweat it out at Casimir. We don't need your business. <clears throat> By the way, next week, uh, we, we're all going to watch The Many Saints of Newark, and we might have yes. somebody coming on to uh, explain the movie, maybe some stuff that we might not understand. Is he involved with the movie? I don't know. I don't know. That's we, a tease. We, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out next Tune week. Tune in next week to your favorite non-Soprano Sopranos podcast, Pajama Pants. Yeah. Are there still uh, urban legends that you like uh, or you might not even or have learned at like a much later age? Like, oh, that was just an urban legend. Like, I thought that was a real story. Like, I remember one of the ones that I believed up until I kind of still believe it. That's the problem. Mm. Was there was somebody and this is all allegedly McDonald's. There was somebody who I always loved the crispy chicken sandwich McDonald's. And there was somebody mm-hmm. who got the crispy chicken sandwich at McDonald's drive through and said no mayonnaise. And then they started eating it in the car while they were driving and they realized there was mayonnaise on it. They went back and they said like, no, no, no. They're, they're, they like showed the thing or whatever. They looked at the receipt and they're like, no, there was no mayonnaise. And I was thinking, and, it, and they said the chicken had like a tumor and it was pus. Allegedly, McDonald's. We love. Uh, if you want to sponsor the pod, we love we Happy will, Meals. We'll take your chicken sandwiches, tumors, and all. Well, there was okay. a there was a big scandal with uh, your mom's house and McDonald's. So I we actually don't accept we don't accept your That's sponsorship. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You turned your back to Tom and Christina, and what we did they do? Turn our backs to you. Yeah, and we play Rocket League. There, they gave. Uh, uh, it's a long story, Amy. I'll tell you later. You, you got to okay. watch the history. We, we got to make a like behind the music of your mom's house where we tell mm. the, the story. You know, one urban legend that I still kind of believe on the same tip. 
Let's hear the mafia. It's the it's the one about if you uh, you see somebody without their headlights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you flash them to let them know they're that they're gangbangers and they'll come after you and kill you. Yeah, that's true. So gang to this bangers. day, even though I, I'm pretty sure that's not true, if I see somebody with their headlights off, unless I can see who's in it, I right. won't alert them. Well, you're saying even though I'm pretty sure it's not true, there's I, no way to know it's not true because somebody might kill you. If I see a car full of gangbangers with their headlights off, for sure. You just wave. I go continue on on this dark road. Yeah. You shut yours off. I, I shut don't mine think I'm off ever and on. I, and I give drive off a cliff. <laughs> you start flashing signs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think me and gangbangers drive on the same roads. Oh, Amy, you were living in L.A. for fucking a long time. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's why I moved. These shirts. Don't are you guys something. have MS-13 over there? What's that? These shirts are. Your Ooh. armpit feels. Sticky. I'm actually shocked that Rob put it. Yeah, I was gonna say you're putting. You just put that shirt on without really any research. I never do this. Normally, I'm a wash. Yeah, I was. You would never do guy. this. I know. Never. What am I gonna? You, you know, have I like, like you, you have that. like virgin skin there. The way you take care of yourself. This is really. What do you think of this, this color on him? That looks good. I right? love the colors on him. You look. I love Robin with colors. Pink. Yeah, pink's good. You think so? Yeah. I don't like it on you. Yami, did you believe any? Uh, I was as you guys were talking, I can't remember any. By the way, as at, like, I don't even know if the gangbanger thing is an urban legend, because if you think about it, like. That could happen, right? Like, the, like to me, urban legends are things where it's like, no, that never happened. Where like if you right. flash your lights at the wrong gangbangers. That all that's got to do is happen once in the history of the world. And then it's it's legit. I think yeah. it might be legit then. I mean, it could be that the the thing was, I think it was like they were doing it on purpose. Oh, you know, they were, now going, we're talking. Yeah, they were going around looking for people. OK, yeah. Who would, you know, just, you know, concerned citizen that was like, hey, your lights are on. They're like, let's fuck that guy up. Yeah. If you're listening to this pod driving at night, Godspeed. Yeah. yeah. Be careful out there. <laughs> um, we got some email. Well, I wanted to, huh. Amy, did you say you had any urban legends or not? No, well, she said she can't I can't remember any. None. Wow. Especially Long Island. I would think Long Island was like chalk full of fucking urban legends. Yeah, I'm sure not, I knew a thousand, but get the New Jersey devil. I remember, well, that's more of like a cryptid. Yeah. The Montauk, uh, <laughs> the Montauk critter monster, <laughs> Montauk monster. Yeah. Um, well, if you think of any yams, feel free to okay. let us know. Um, look, I'm just going to throw this out there. Phil from Long Island. We have a Phil yeah. from Long Island email. Okay. And it's we skipped him last uh pod. Can we see Jamie's face? Because when you say Phil from Long Island, I want to know Jamie's reaction. Can we move huh. we gotta move this over? I just there. went Phil. Okay. We we, we have I, I didn't give good face or anything. I can't pod when we're covering your face. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway. And for, for my pro Phil guys out there, this is for you. If you're an anti-Phil, send us an email at aspajamapants.com. I feel like this is this is just for Cass. Aspajamapants at gmail.com. This is just for me. Yeah. Um, this one is from Phil. Hello, Jamie, Rob, and the Culver City Heartthrob. All right, you're winning me over. You know what? I've been thinking. Cass, you have developed into a really great host of the podcast, and I believe that you can be the next big name in late night TV and a host of your own show. Really? Thank you, Phil. I love that idea. Great. I could see you starting at the 1230 slot and with the right marketing and production, you could be the next Conan or Letterman. I mean that, pal. Thank you, Phil. That's really nice. Jamie, you were right. The pick of me with my daughter was in the south shore of Long Island parentheses, the five towns. 
Thanks, Phil. And you made me laugh when you said, are they eight feet tall? I'm six one, and my baby's five seven. Best wishes, Phil. Oh, my God. This is a sentence that you say about me and you all the time. <laughs> I'm six one, and my baby's five seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny you know what Cass I think you would kill it as like Conan type host because you do you have this like you're cool you're very smart you're very witty but you have this like charming way with women where you make us giggle <laughs> and I'd you're like creepy. I, every I'm time I look no, at the comments, you're not creepy it's yet. Like creep. where you don't know you're not creepy. Yeah. You're not threatening. Yeah. You know where you're like, I need to work. Do I have a crush on him? Like you have just like that, like <laughs> way about you. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, that's so I think nice of you, James. It means right a lot on, coming Phil. from you. I don't want to burst any bubbles here. No, I'm, Come on. I had a really, she said a really nice thing. I just want to say, we did a F Mary kill one time with you, Bryce and George. We've come a long way. And Jamie killed you. And George was involved. And now she's like, do I have a crush on him? I don't know. Jamie, you killed him. But here's here's a long time ago. It was before she saw me with my shirt off. I feel like I know Cass very well. And I think. Uh, not that you couldn't do it. I think you could do it at like a late night cone type of this. I don't think you'd be happy doing that. I think you would yeah. be incredible doing something like, I don't know if the way to say it is like a notch under it, but like a, like Zach Galifianakis, like in between two ferns, sure. like that. Or would kind you of like doing like, like a day, like the Trevor Noah show or like, no, the Daily see, show? I think, you know what the problem with those things is like, I think you have to stick it up too much. And I think like the first six months, Kasim would be fucking jazzed about it and like, all excited in this and then it would start to weigh on him and get worse yeah. and worse. I think he would have to do You'd something. Have no time like, for video games. Yeah, That's I right. just I think he would need to do uh-huh. something where there wasn't some like big, like 80 year old gray haired executive being like, we need to be more this way. Sure. Like you like a, some slothy kind of guy. No, I, I think, think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think what's great about this um, job at G4 and we're actually going to make by the time this podcast airs, this coming Thursday, so if today's Monday and or Tuesday, depending on when you're watching this, this Thursday we're announcing something big about G4. Right. And what I'm going to say is that I think I'll be able to do what you're talking about at G4. It might not be like a late night show or whatever, but like where I'm, where my comfort level is, yeah. you know, I'll be able to do that there. But I appreciate everything you guys just said. I'm going to clip that and post it somewhere. Yeah. Um, got a couple of emails. Oh, wait, I, and I was I wasn't done complimenting you. Oh, oh I also want because I because I think like ooh, a lot of the areas that you uh like excel in or whatever aren't appreciated on those like formats where like mm. I think the way that you talk about like film and or TV shows or this and you get when you get like in depth about it and mm. you, and you like I think you're very knowledgeable on these things and I feel like in these like fucking artificial six minute interviews and like, I don't feel like you really would shine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is hard to do stuff. That's like small sound bitey stuff, you know, for TV and you know, it's, it's uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Two emails in a row, Jamie, both have the same subject, which is Bo's lying. Oh, great. Give it to me. I'm going to read you both of them. Okay. Okay. 
Hello, hello from my pajama pants. I'm currently watching episode 107 and writing in for Jamie Lee and her conundrum about Bo's lying. And this is about last podcast here. Jamie talked about how Bo's just been such a little liar lately. <laughs> I remember growing up, my brother was a total pathological liar from the ages of eight to 10 or so. And now I work professionally with children and have seen it commonly in boys around that age. So your sweet Bo is likely just going through a phase. However, I will say most of the time, when I do see this sort of behavior, it's some way of gaining attention from others, whether it's peers or adults, mm -hmm. and the attention can be positive, parentheses, friends think I'm cool, or mm -hmm. negative, parentheses, parents reprimand me. I usually work on teaching the individual a new, more appropriate behavior that can help them get that same attention, oftentimes teaching them jokes or how to tell a fun story instead of just straight up lying about something that didn't happen is helpful. P.S. I hope Jack is doing well. I think someone else wrote in about this before, but as someone who works exclusively with children with ASD, I don't know what that is, attention something disorder, uh, I would also strongly Sensory. urge, okay, I would also strongly urge getting him evaluated for AS, for an ASD diagnosis. P.P.S. I'm also excited for the Lou LaRoe documentary cast. Fuck MLMs. Thanks. Love you guys. It's from Haley. Thank you. Thanks, Haley. Yeah, you know, I actually had a parent teacher conference today and she told me that, you know, everyone loves Bo's stories. And I was like, oh, God, I was like, I can pretty much guarantee 95% of them aren't true. And she's like, yeah, I know. But honestly, the kids love them. They mm. love when Bo tells stories and he's just Bo's exploring really good, his imagination. And this is not just a toot your horn in any way, but when me and Bo would work on comic book stuff the way and how fast he was able to come up with like backstories yeah. for the characters. Oh, you might've, you might've started this. I could, I could be solely responsible, but he's got wow. such a quick yeah. mind. Maybe he's just bored. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he's just like keeping himself entertained. How old is Bo now? Eight. Eight. Could you imagine the teachers like it's adorable. All the kids think his mom is a television star and his grandpa's name is nails. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, no, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, OK, yeah. this this one's the same subject. Bo's line, except they spelled Bo with uh, an X at the end, which is very oh. cool. Yeah. Hi, like Amy Lee. <laughs> Hi, Amy Lee. I lied all the time as a child. I had a happy home. No reason to lie, but I would. And I'd always get caught out by the teacher asking my parents about something I'd said in show and tell. And my parents would be like, what? I don't think it's anything to worry about. For me, it was all about imagination. And I grew out of it by, the, by about seven and channeled it into writing. I'm now 34, very well adjusted and write for a living. Cool. It ties in exactly what we were just saying. Definitely explain to him that it's wrong to trick people. Instead, maybe try to channel these lies into writing, making up stories instead, stories he can share with other people as long as he tells people that they are, in fact, stories. I honestly think this shows a great imagination in Bo, and he sounds very clever. Love all you guys. Thanks for making such a sweet, funny, and genuine podcast. And because I found this pod through YMH, I got to sign off by telling y'all to keep it high and tight. Cheers from Sophie, a fan from New Zealand. Cool. Love it. Oh, yeah. So similar, funny. I guess, what the teacher was telling me today. Yeah, I think before just... we get off the bow subject, I just have to tell you quickly this conversation we had at dinner tonight because he Do we get like me... Bo's weekly lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then we're just hold on. <laughs> you sneezy? She Gabby? just farted. You made me sneeze. Gabby no, I had like a something in my throat, but I'm OK. Something Bo, some Bo update. He uh, 
he was talking about like how his bus driver is really mean or something. And he's like, yeah, if he was a girl, he'd be a Karen. And I'm like, <laughs> what's a Karen bow? And he's like, well, it's like, let's say you're the lifeguard. And I walk up to you and I'm like, excuse me, lifeguard. There's kids that are running and screaming. And that sign says, don't run and scream. So I would like to be the lifeguard so I can yell at them and tell them to stop. And that's how he explained what a Karen was. That's exactly what I was like. That's a good one. Okay, Bo, thank you. Wasn't that pretty (laughs) good explanation for a kid who actually doesn't know what a Karen is? I think he does. He said he learned it on Roblox. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No wonder. The uh, the only time I ever feel like a Karen in my whole entire life is when (laughs) I'm in the gym and there's like six people with masks on and there's one person I see on the machine like all the way at the end and they don't have their mask on. And no one sees it. And I'm like, I just like, you know, and not because do you ever think about going over there and talking to him? No, no, no. Because it's not about like, I want uh, him to put his mask on. It's more like when I do my exercise, I want to be able to take my mask off. Right. You know, that person get. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. So, yeah, I guess maybe that's not Karen because I just I don't I I don't care that he wants to take his mask. Dude, I. I was at this fucking wedding with 200 people. It was like COVID did not <laughs> exist. Dude, and it was there's no COVID here in Austin. Right. Yeah. At all. Right. No. I mean, like when I'm in the grocery store, actually, the last time I went, I maybe saw like two other people with a mask other than me. Um, and all employees are masked. But yeah, no. That I mean, I wake me uncomfortable. Like I at make this wedding. Bo wear it on the bus. Um, just cause I feel like it's like, they're all sharing seats and stuff and I, they can't sanitize it much. I've gotten an email probably the past four weeks of kids testing positive on his bus. Really? Wow. Are, and yeah. are kids vaxxed at that age or no? No. And you guys, Man, I don't, Texas I don't know. Probably. I just, no, no, they will never mandate. a. a can't, can't pierce the skin of Texas. A vax for kids. That needle. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, I feel bad. He both said to me today, he was like, is this ever going to go away? And I was like, I get why you feel that. I was like, I don't know, buddy. I mean, I know everybody's trying to figure it out. I've never experienced anything like this in my lifetime. And I know it's really rough for you as a kid to have to go through it, you know? Um, But it is, it's like, I, you know, these kids, they like, they're really confused. Like they can't wrap their heads around it. And they're, they're listening to what everybody's telling them to do, especially so that they can, you know, having somewhat of a normal life, but it's gotta be fucking them up somehow. Yeah. I get a, I have to get a COVID test every week. Every other day I have to get one. Sarah's had COVID already, but she's like just the last week, I, I think it's her allergies, but she's been like real stuffy. And, but her, you know, otherwise has been fine. But like, anytime I see anyone cough, I go, oh, fuck. Like, it's just crazy what it's done to like psychologically. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, I never used to think twice about shit like that ever. Cutter always lived in some way, like, you know, his whole life. But I never thought about that shit. That's the thing. It's like, you know, if I'm not scared of this shit, it's like people need to chill out. Yeah. Because I'm like, exactly. you know, I'm fucking, I'm so like fucking germs and this and that, like before COVID. And then like the first yeah. fucking six months of COVID and this. And then it's just getting to the point where it's like, 
holy shit, like, what are we? But it's again, weird. Like, just... I had a girlfriend about a, two months ago that got it. She's vaccinated, but got it. She was real sick. But her husband didn't get it. And she was around me the day before she tested positive. I didn't get it. Hmm. Like, she was in a room with me, like, pretty close. I don't yeah. get it's it's how just, often were they testing you while you're on set? I'm so, I get day? tested. They test me here as well in between while I'm working every other day. I get tested until yeah. I'm done working on the show. I have to be tested every other day. What would be the point of testing you when you're not coming to work? Because I'm home. They have to they have to just make sure that they're keeping track that I'm negative throughout my entire duration of being on the show. I, yeah, if there are sticklers we had wow. last Thursday. We were supposed to have a show uh, at one and we came in like everyone comes in at like nine on those days and we rehearse and we go through the like tech rehearsal and blocking mm -hmm. and stuff. And then like at 1230, the COVID guy comes over and pulls everyone around. He's like, hey, guys, somebody tested positive that has been in this building in the last two days. And so we just to be safe, we're canceling the whole shoot. Like this is like tons of money that went into like yeah you know and it's it's uh it was the first it's actually the second time that's happened since like march we got shut down uh two weeks ago because the sound department tested positive for seven hours we got shut down just waiting there to find some new sound department in new mexico yeah it's it's such a it's killing production i mean it's good oh. that people are safe but like the amount of money that productions and companies are putting in just to, just to have a COVID guy oh. that's getting paid like a full There's a COVID salary. team. They wear blue vests. That's how you know they're a COVID team. At this wedding, people had to stand like outside of, of the wedding the whole time. And you had to show either like a negative test or a fucking vaccination to get card. In? Yeah. Or oh, like really? a, a vaccine thing to get into to the party. And here's what fucking again, like it just made me really uncomfortable that there were 200 people at this wedding. And then the, you know, 12 people who are like serving food or whatever are wearing masks. And you're like, uh, it just yeah. it feels uncomfortable. Like they had the station where like you would go and get like steak or whatever or this. And like talking to the person with the mask on, like I was like, I don't even want to go. Like it just felt really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've been thinking about it so much more again, just when I started working. Because I'm conscious of like, I don't want to be the one to bring a production gown. I don't want to be the person right. to get COVID and have to ruin anything for anybody else. Um, prior to me getting this job, I wasn't thinking about it as much. That's how I feel about when we were going to your house. Like I wasn't like in the beginning, I was worried about getting COVID. And then yeah. it got to the point like six months later where when we were going to your house, I was like, I just don't want to get COVID and bring it to fucking Jamie's whole family. Yeah. Cause I would feel, I was like you wiping did? down my, my grocery bags. Oh my God. See, I never did that thing, but I, I did other stuff that was crazy, but, but never they that. told us all kinds of stuff. Like in the beginning, that was just so awful. It was science. We, we, we would leave Amazon boxes in our garage yeah, for like four days before the, on we the side it. of caution. Sure. Hopefully hope we're still in this 10 years from now, guys. It's great. I like it. Everybody wash your hands. <laughs> you do it. I'm on this. Advice. I'm on this fucking. We can all agree. I'm on we can all agree. That's fucking, great advice. I'm on this fucking plane. And the person announcing on the fucking megaphone is saying, 
Uh, everyone, you should do this, do this, wash your hands every 15 to 20 minutes in the bathroom with the, like on the plane, on the plane, the person, they're like the emergency exits are there and also wash your hands every 15 to 20 minutes. And then, and like, you know, one of my friends who fucking owns restaurants was saying like his restaurant was closed for a fucking year, but that whole time people were flying in a tube 50,000 feet up in the air for 12 hours with no masks on while they eat. And that was fine, but people couldn't eat at his outdoor restaurant. It's like, yeah, it's, crazy. it's all fucking nuts, nuts. Dr. Drew was on some shit and he was saying that. And listen, I'm just quoting Dr. Drew here. And he's a doctor and not only a doctor, but also been on this podcast, which makes him extra legit. Yeah. And I believe what he said was there were no doctors anywhere or, or there was nothing in medical books that ever recommended like a shutdown stay at home thing. Yeah. I think what he said, it was like, that was recommended by some like high school student who did like a, yeah, the, the shutdown yeah. the science, so, it was science. I think actually, well, the, the shutdown was that had really more to do with like, uh, that was more political. The science was telling us, look, you should wash your hands, wear a mask. I think actually, didn't they say like the washing the hands thing didn't even matter? It was it was the in the in the air, right? Like, I think there was a, even... there was a moment where they were like, yeah, it's airborne. It's like yes. uh, there was there was a moment where it's like I thought every time I stepped foot out of my house, I was going to catch a breeze of it. And I was going to get sick. Right. Yeah. right. My I would like ride my bike with my kids and kind of be like, wear your mask. I'm like, what? Yeah. In the middle of the street. Well, we're all doing great. That now. was COVID talk with Rob, Jamie, and Cass. We yeah. won't do that again for a while. We hope yeah. we've helped you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can take that info to the bank. <laughs> I'm yeah, more this confused is just, than I've ever been. This is just three friends talking about what we're dealing with. Please we're don't not listen to us. Uh, we're, we're fucking idiots. Yeah, and we're not trying uh, to give any we don't care. recommendations. Yeah. You do what you want to do with with yourself, okay? You do you, you do you, boost. You get my you kill my parents. I'll come after you. Um, look, I'm going to do one quick email and then uh, I think that's almost a pond. Yeah, I think we're uh, I see you changed your shirt. I had to go back. I was dying, babe. I love you. I was trying to fucking it was. You it's looked a, it's really not a fabric. uncomfortable. It was not a fabric that was conducive to comfort. No, yeah. or virgin skin as Jamie. Said. His skin was like, this is not the level of self-care that we are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Do you hate us again? Yeah. Are we going back? What have we years? done? Oh, shit. He's going to get the Molly now. Yeah, exactly. Yami, can you give us some ASMR while Kasim looks for this? Uh... Sure. <laughs> um, today, we have not seen any tarantulas. Okay. But just yet. Okay. No, Jamie, was, that was good. Come on. No, that was good. Can you do can you do any noises while you do it too? Like you have to be like, you got a hair in your mouth. What are you doing? What's that? Try to make noise in my teeth. Do the, the... <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's tapping her teeth right now. <laughs> yeah. I like how that's what she thinks ASMR. Like that's a, that's that what close. they do, right? Yeah. No, that was but good. Did, did you learn that because you watched ASMR? No. Or... <laughs> can, can you wait do the thing you did before that where you were like yeah that's good <laughs> get real close get real close on that mom can do it just give me five seconds of, yeah no that one doesn't do it you got to do something you got to give us something that, that like that's not working. okay jamie do that just whisper like to our 
pajama pants listeners just like say okay. like thank you for listening just like we're very soft thank use goodness. your lips and your tongue oh, I don't, you do it that he always does he always crosses that line oh yeah. you just don't say the word tongue nope. and that would have been great yep you're too you got you went too far <laughs> read the email cast um this one's from uh fly doll hey just want to say before i go full throttle here love the podcast and the dynamic the three of you have together you guys remind me a lot of me and my two best guy friends when we're hanging out and just chopping it up. And ironically, one of them moved recently like Jamie did. We don't see each other as much now. So listening to this familiar, listening to this feels familiar and I can tell your connections are genuine and effortless. Anyway, I hate getting my pussy eaten by any <laughs> <laughs> She said before she goes full throttle. I know. I love how I don't read these at all before. Anyway, I hate getting my pussy eaten by any man. And anytime I have this conversation with people, they think I'm lying. But genuinely, I just hate the way it feels. 95.9% of the time, I'd rather get finger banged. Shove like two fingers in that bitch, swirl it around a little bit, and let's get the party fucking started. We don't need to pretend that you're this master insane pussy monster. We can just not even go there, in my opinion. I do love foreplay, just not getting my pussy eaten unless a girl does it, though. Then also when they come up to kiss you, it just feels weird because like we're kissing, but it almost feels like the juices leave a silent barrier where I'm just like, eh, sticky. I don't know. Not a huge fan. I got sick of it at like 22 and I'm 25 now about to be 26. Hold on. If if you you do like getting your pussy eaten because you said if a girl does it, you like it, which means you do like it. You just don't like when guys do it. So this is I'm interesting. Just, it's a little farcical. I've only I've only enjoyed getting eaten out twice and once was by a woman. So I guess if it's a girl, it's cool because we kind of know each other's body since we have the same thing going on down there. LOL. But I find that most guys honestly try too hard to eat pussy and go about it so harshly that it just hurts. Yeah. The title of this email should be guys can eat puss. It so, shouldn't yeah. be you don't like getting your pussy. Eaten. That was. A, yeah. If you was a if you were a man writing this email instead of eating pussy, you was getting a blowjob and then you go unless it was a guy. That means you're gay, right? Wow. Observant. Fly doll. Uh, sexuality Diagnosed. is you're on a spectrum. You don't have to be uh, just gay or just straight. You could be bi. Okay? Wow. And that's for me. The guy who loves to eat puss. Mm -hmm. That's a show, guys. That was great. How about how we went through so much? We started the show pro, very pro Chinese. We had China, we had Chinese products on us that you took off in an act of defiance. But that had nothing to do with uh, it being from China. It was Jamie just... checked out a few minutes ago. She looks like she's like clipping her toenails <laughs> for the last two minutes. I don't know what she's doing, but we're glad you're on the pod, Jamie. Jamie's killing tarantulas down there left and right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to call you. I'll call you uh, when I'm back at work and I'm driving home. Yeah. And um, I was. Yeah, I was. I was on the phone. We tried to call her. Yeah, and Rob there. Just, yeah, Rob there is, is evidence. Jamie, to send us out, can you do a ASMR of what it would sound like if you killed a spider? <laughs> That's what it sounds like running away. <laughs> Well, that's, that. that's all we got for Jamie Kills the Spider, that's guys. That's a pod, guys. Thank you for watching and listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.